Hi everyone, welcome to the Miniatures of the Multiverse. Hi, we're gonna fucking cuss during this podcast because we're fucking adults. Get the fucking kids out of here. Hi everyone, welcome to Miniatures of the Multiverse, a late night players podcast about playing and painting miniature war games. My name is Tim, I am the editor and head writer for the late night players, and I am joined by my younger brother Rob of Horror Movie Horrors fame. Hi, I'm that Rob. What he said. So, how are you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. I am figuring out my paint scheme for my demon prints. Oh, so you're working on your Demons of Slanesh. Yeah. yeah. You're uh, sitting right beside all my miniatures. All right. So, this will be the second podcast in the Late Night Players catalog. Our first one, of course, being the Reliquary Tower, which is hosted by me, Rob, and his girlfriend, Shauna. Rob, what attracts you to miniature games over trading card games? Um, I feel like I really enjoy the art side of it, figuring out a paint scheme, painting it. It's also cool, like, display pieces. Like, the demon print's really cool looking. I could put that up on a shelf and be like, oh, hey, yeah, that's my little guy. I made him. Uh, card games, you know, you got to have your whole, like, you got you got deck boxes stacked, and half the time you don't even know what's in them. So I think it's more something tangible, which obviously, you know, decks are tangible, but you know, I don't want to get out 100 cars just to show them off when I can have this one dope mini sitting on my shelf and be like, yep, that is the talking piece of the day. All right, so our inaugural episode of the Ministers of the Multiverse is going to be a little bit less structured than what we've gotten to the point on the roller quarry tower. Usually we do our cute little introduction, talk about some news, get on to our main topic. But considering this is our first episode, why don't we just discuss where we come from in the miniature hobby game space, as well as some of our goals, our wants for the upcoming year. Would you like to start, Rob? Uh, sure. Which one do you want me to talk about first? Well, let's start with what was the first miniature game that really got you excited? I haven't found it yet. But what are you working on right now? I am working on my demon print. Uh, for my Slanesh army for Warhammer 40k. Uh, my first miniature game that I can remember playing is probably Heroclix. That, that, that was a game. That was definitely a game that currently still exists. Yeah, Heroclix has gone through many iterations since we've, like, we first started playing it at, where was it, the Book Broker in Evansville, and that was with the original launch. Played that game for years, and then I think right after high school, just we just stopped playing it because it went from tops running the company and then what 2008 they stopped publishing it until NECA bought it in 2009 we did get back into it though what 2015 with the batman series and no man's land no that was the dark knight set or dark knight rises set with bane who bought a comic quest you are correct i forgot about that the two-player starter that they put out yeah uh but really good recollection with who owned the company that is this guy, this guy right here, Tim, he knows his stuff. Take note, companies. It will keep you on track. Not have to look it up at all. Top of his head. Fucking Rain Man over here with companies. The sound of sarcasm in your voice is palpable. No, no, that, that's legit. That is legit. I was sitting right here painting this miniature, and he was like, who owned that company? I was like, you know. Threw a bundle of fucking toothpicks on the ground, and he was like, NECA tops rearranged it he had it it was fucking it was magical <sighs> anyways yeah hero clicks that was my first thing I'd ever played miniature wise uh, then you know got out of that again 
delved into trading cards. Maybe we were doing Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff, obviously, through middle school, I think. Probably didn't play another miniature game until Crisis Protocol? That, yeah. We went through, well, no, actually, technically, right before Marvel Crisis Protocol, you did buy the two starters for Privateer Press's relaunch of Monster Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about that. Those still remain unpainted fully to this day. You had a pretty good start on your uh, robot that was looking like All Might. Yeah, I need to go back to that one day. See, I remember after we got out of Heroclix for a little bit, I kept bouncing back and forth because I was determined I was going to find us a proper miniature game to play. We tried Warhammer, or sorry, War Machine and Hordes, but had a pretty bad demo experience with that at Gen Con. I bought into... Ninja Division's Relic Knight, which was a mistake back in that Kickstarter. We'll never see it, but you're right. I think 2019, that Gen Con, when they announced Marvel Crisis Protocol, that following November, we got the starters, and we've just been to miniature games ever since. Still don't quite understand the whole give your money to a Kickstarter thing, and they never have to give you the product. How there's no legal avenue for you to get your product. I, I agree. I know that we, as a community, we actually got the Attorney General involved, and he sided with Ninja's vision, said that there was no mishandling of the funds, there was no pyramid scheme, which is a fucking lie. It was. Each Kickstarter was used to pay for the previous one. <sighs> okay, no, no. No negativity, only positivity. Now, we have... In our How many hundreds of dollars is your positivity worth? Just shy of $480. And there's nothing that can be done. Nope. Give them that money in 2017. According to their page, you're supposed to be able to request a refund up until 30 days prior to the Kickstarter shipping. Technically, it's never shipped, even though they do have most of the material. But the only way you can get it is if you buy another product from them and pay for shipping for that because... They ran out of money for shipping. Huh. That sounds shady. Who's Attorney General? Who was that? Uh, I believe it was the Idaho, Idaho State General, because I think that's where uh, Ninja Division is located. It's either Iowa or Idaho. It's one of the I's. Well, damn, I'm not going to put both of them on blast. Yes, uh, that's why we're moving to positivity. So now... I am positive you got fucked. So did 1,700 backers to the tune... Of just over $2.5 million over the course of five Kickstarters. But let's talk about positive things. Now we are playing, like you said, Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yeah. We are playing... We are playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. We're not going to talk about anything shady. Disney's great. Disney's never done anything shady. All right. Marvel Crisis Protocol is put out by Atomic Mass Games. They have the license from Disney. But Atomic Mass is a pretty solid company. Not only do they make a really great game with Marvel Crest Protocol, but Star Wars Shatterpoint has been phenomenal so far. Uh, I actually, yeah, we played that one one game to learn it, and it was, it was pretty fun. I liked it. It was good. Yeah. So, them as a company, awesome. Plus, I think they're the only miniature company that really knows how to do a starter set. Because that Shatterpoint starter set, yeah, it was $150, $160, but you had... Two full squads, more terrain than most people would need for a casual game, and all the tokens and everything like that. It was just awesome. Granted, 
if you want full table terrain, you had to buy the extra terrain packs, but it, it's worth it. It's so much plastic. I think some of it, some of the terrain looks kind of basic. Um, I think it was like the huts or whatever they were, the buildings kind of look like a more generic version of something you would get from Warhammer in terms of it does have that look of you know oh this is on Tatooine or Star Wars or whatever but to like the jagged edges I was like eh. it got in the way the ladders I didn't really love well that's understandable because you're used to playing both Marvel Crest Protocol and Heroclix both of their systems you envision everything as a 2D top down well, not just that, but like all of those, they had um, flying, swinging, jumping, big moves to like get from point A to point B. You didn't really think of yourself as using a ladder because you know, you're a superhero. Yeah, you had Black Widow or uh, Hawkeye, but they had like the climb or whatever. So you're assuming you're climbing up the side of a building or shooting an arrow up the side of a building to ascend or descend, you know, grapple hook type stuff. And in the Shatterpoint, you have the Mandalorians, which have jetpacks, but the Jedis don't have... No, they had a jump mechanic. It was the... Yeah, it was um, the troopers that didn't have anything like that. Yeah, so they had to use the ladder, which is annoying. I don't know. I like my miniature super. Well, I'm sure once we get a chance to play more games, it'll... It'll be more natural. And of course, right now, like you said, you're playing, you're painting your Demons of Slanesh. What drew you to those? Spooky shit. Alright, so we're just under two months removed from Gen Con 2023. Did you by any chance see any miniature games up there that we haven't touched yet that you'd be interested in trying? No. No, probably not. I feel that I only have time well, it doesn't necessarily have to be a war game like Warhammer or anything like that, but like miniature heavy board games. Like I know we just played Onk after I've had it sitting in my closet for two years. Yeah, that was a game. Uh, honestly, it probably could have sat there a lot fucking longer. You didn't like it? No, we talked about this. You know I didn't like it. I didn't like the end game of it. Where you have to like fuse two players together and then you have to go with their lowest victory points, which means they're never going to have a chance to catch up anyway, so why even bother doing that part of it? I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It felt shady to me. Uh, I want to give that Final Girl game a try, because I've been seeing more of that pop up on my Facebook because we talk about it in public. Um, but I don't like that it's a single-player game. I don't like that. I like my... Uh, Games multiplayer. See, I COVID no more. I agree. Although there is the one solo player miniature game from Black Sight Studio, designed by Malev, called Demon Ship, that looked really cool because it's on a six by six inch modular little board. It's all magnetized and it's essentially Doom meets Alien. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that game. I'll have to show it to you later. So, since Gen Con, though, you've been dabbling with different miniature paint lines. I have. I have been. Uh, got Army Painter, Citadel, and Turbo Dork. 
believe are the You're missing a fourth one. Oh, uh, Pro Krill. That one, too. Yeah. And in your opinion, out of the four, which are you enjoying most? I can't make that call. They're all... The only two that are really close would probably be... Well, Turbo Dork would be the odd man out because it's uh, very metallic and very color shift. Uh, I don't really have that with any of the other ones except I do have some metallics from right there. I think a Citadel one too. Um, but yeah, they're they're two. They're completely different. Um, I like the bottles for Pro Acryl and I think Turbo Dork has the same kind. Uh, no, they're more like Army Painters. I like the twist squeeze top ones, not the twist off then squeeze. And I fucking hate Citadel's bottles. You are not the only one that hates Citadel's little pots. There's a lot of videos on YouTube about how to go about transferring all the paint from a Citadel drop pot in or a, whatever they call their pots into empty dropper bottles like Army Painter. Yeah, those fucking suck. But I do like the test rack glow. That is great. Yeah, I did have the metallic. The gold. Yeah. Overall, I find myself using more army painter. Uh, I did start using the bright pale green pro acryl for my Slanesh army body. Like their skin. And then some black green for their Awesome. I've been experimenting with cuttlefish colors from the guys over at Creature Caster. Yes, I remember you meeting them at Gen Con and doing your hardest to suck them off behind their table. I was not trying to do anything of the sort. I was just really impressed with their color line and their miniatures are freaking gorgeous. I'm I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Uh, I remember walking down the aisle and you were talking to the guy and he was telling you about Kevin the shit brown color and you're like oh that's so interesting wow okay so let's let's <laughs> yeah this one's getting a hard explicit on amazon <laughs> on amazon yeah listen to me on apple podcasts god damn i'm funny so in case hey, anybody this this gets big give it three months all the netflix comedy specials everyone gets one of those so if anybody doesn't know yet, our Relic Quarry Tower, I try to keep my myself and the co-hosts on, a, not necessarily a short leash, but I try not to be vulgar or have cussing because a lot of the games can be focused around kids. Like Disney Lorcana, really cute game for kids. Although I've yet to see a kid actually get a chance to play it. <laughs> that being said, miniatures are on the other hand are not necessarily, I mean, yeah, they're Lots of for everyone content, but I think with miniatures we can allow your kids to play games if they want to. I agree. But anyways, continuing on. Um, one thing I got to do at Gen Con that made me extremely nervous, but everybody was rooting me on, was to enter my first painting competition. It was one of the only goals I had for 2023. 
I entered the Dragon Turtle from Steamforge Games Epic Encounters line. And I entered a kill team squad of Tau Fire Warriors from War Machine. Or from Warhammer. And to my honest surprise, both of them got bronze in the Gen Con painting competition. So I was extremely proud about that. And now I've been kind of taking painting a little bit more seriously. Like trying to do... How do I word this? trying to be more deliberate on what I do. And mainly because my goal is I would love to one day enter a golden demon. But the reason I'm bringing all this up is to talk about our next part of the top main topic is our 2024 hobby goals. Rob, what are yours? I would like to actually get my miniatures painted and on a table to play. That is my main. So are you wanting just what you currently have, or is your goal to have a full 2,000-point Demons of Slanesh Army painted, based, and on the table? Ideally, I'd like to get a whole army, but my Warhammer mommy said I'm not allowed to get any more until I get what I have painted. painted. So, uh, she buys me all my Warhammer. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, Shauna does take very good care of him. And she got her, got him a really gorgeous um, keep, Keeper of Secrets at Gen Con. It was the Forge World model that had just been discontinued. I think it was a bitch to put together. Yeah, I don't put my shit together. I will paint it, and I will play them, but I hate putting the shit together. I don't have a steady enough hand to paint. So, yeah, putting it together is bad. Plus, I'm not allowed around sharp objects. Get the fuck away from me, Okay, so, goal number one, fully painted Slanesh Army. At least 1,200 points, because I believe that's what you have right now, give or take. What would be a secondary goal? Uh, well... The reason I'm asking is because a year from now... We're going to watch, we're going to listen to the anniversary and then do an anniversary update of did we accomplish our goals? And I will hold you to it. So, secondary goal from the Army one maybe find a good piece, like a good miniature that I like, not necessarily want to play, but one that I think would be fun to paint. And maybe enter myself in a painting competition. Okay, that is really awesome. So are you thinking more of a display piece? Yes, yeah, yeah. Not something I'd want to necessarily bring to a table. So I kind of get what you're saying because I bought the lo-fi Nightingale model from Medora at Gen Con. The 75mm art model thing is absolutely beautiful and I've been scared to actually paint it. But... It's kind of got like this nightclub. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was scared to paint it, but I've started working on it because uh, with its design, those cuttlefish colors that I bought, which was the light and shadow pack, are going over it amazing. Yes, I actually really like the contrast it does on that. I think it's a contrast. It looks really, really good. Um, the miniature itself is very scandalous. I see why you bought it. 
It is not scandalous. It is a demon s something or the other that is in a corset and leather pants. And it's not even a revealing corset. It's something you would have bought at Hot Topics in the early 2000s. It is not a corset, per se. That is full-on BDSM bondage gear. I'm going to have a link to the model in the description to below, below. I want everybody to comment on either I'm right or Rob is right. And if Rob is right, I will buy him his favorite Frappuccino next time we get together for a podcast. Frappuccino. Well, that's the only thing I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. Let's just say that if I win, you admit you accidentally brought the wrong cuttlefish pack. What do you mean? Because I remember you were trying to buy the full Monty, but the guy kept hearing, oh, 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 and he accidentally gave you that one. For our listeners, the full Monty is the cuttlefish all-in box. It has all of their paints in the range, with the exception of, I believe they released a new base color set. So the majority of cuttlefish colors are very, uh, they're like glazes. The base... Yeah, yeah you wanted to be glazed, didn't you? <laughs> the base um, color set, they're more opaque, like traditional acrylics. All right, Rob, do you have a third and final goal? Um, so, Army painting competition, and then just, just to quit. Just to quit playing games. It's too expensive, and I don't have room. Yeah. That sounds more like quitting. And I mean, winners don't quit. Uh, I haven't entered a paint competition. I haven't played a game of this. Can't win if I don't do it. So, if I quit, I'm already not doing it. And my goal is to quit. That means I won my goal. All right. So Rob's three goals are 2,000 point Demons of Slanesh Army, fully painted by September 2024. Enter a painting competition now is it just in or do you want to try placing hey if i'm gonna go in i might as well try all right so go take this and enter a fucking painting competition all right so painting competition in place and then to quit playing games all together all right so uh, i don't want to quit i don't then what's going to be your third? I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I've always wanted to be painting a miniature while getting laid. Yeah. That's a damn fine goal. I like it. We are so not getting monetized for this project. Why? I've heard a lot worse of people getting monetized. I'm just joking. I can't believe you want to get paid for this. I thought this was for the love of the game. It is for the love of the game, okay. but the love of the game doesn't pay for equipment. Cut that off. Cut that off. No, no, don't cut it off on paper. Let's get that out. No, no, no. That's my third goal. Okay, so what's your legitimate third goal? My third goal, not quitting, 
I didn't say anything else after quitting is I want to get a third goal. I'm trying to think of one. No, you go. I'll, I'll think of one. I'll think of one. You go ahead. Go ahead. I'll think of one. All right. So my first goal is going to be I would like, and this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a lofty one. That's why it's gonna be my first goal. I want to have a fully painted army in every miniature game I play. That means a full two thousand point army for Warhammer forty k. That would mean a full squad for Infinity, a full roster for Marvel Crisis Protocol, a roster for Star Wars Shatterpoint. I play any others. No, we'll just we'll just go with those. Warhammer Infinity. Oh yeah, I guess I also I need a two thousand point painted army for Conquest. Shit. Also, I'm kind of playing War Machine Mark Four. Okay, okay. So, Warhammer, Marvel Crisis Protocol, Star Wars Shatterpoint, Infinity, War Machine. What's the other one I just said? Oh, uh, Conquest. Last Argument of Kings. Okay. So that's seven fully painted armies. Six or seven in a year. I think that's doable. My second goal will be to enter more painting competitions. I've been researching a bunch of them. I would love to go to Nova or LGO or sorry, LVO. Adepticon will probably be a bit hard to do because the hotels are already sold out for that. Then my third goal would be to return to Gen Con and get higher than bronze in the painting competition. So that I know in the last year I've improved somewhat. What do you think? Uh, all those sound completely 100% doable. If you actually focus on them and do the damn thing. If you don't do the damn thing, it's all for nothing, Tim. Crap, I forgot I also went on Age of Sigmar armies. So that'd be eight armies. You know, at a certain point, it becomes less about the time and more about the money. A lot of stuff. Speaking of money, Late Night Players does have a Patreon. If anybody would like to support it, I promise none of that money will go towards my armies. Motherfucker just crossed his balls. He's lying to you guys. Okay, no. That's all for equipment, guys. Yeah, anything that we do on our Patreon is 100% reinvested into equipment, uh, fees for like hosting the website, the podcast. For, well, I guess travel expenses and stuff to go to conventions to report on stuff. Because if you have been following us for a while, you know we've been to Gen Con twice now covering the event. Yeah, yep. That is what he did. Oh, come on. I spent so much time talking to publishers, my head was spinning. I just said that's what you did. When you say it like that, you're making it seem like that's not what you did. I know this is what you did. Me and Shauna forced you to. You're I have I have a lot of like anxiety, so I get nervous talking to people I don't know. So it takes me a couple of times. There was a couple of publishers like I went up to, I kind of talked to a bit, but then by the end of the show, I was going back. I was more comfortable. I was talking to him a lot longer. But he is right. Him and Shauna had to push me hard to actually talk to people. Motherfuckers, 2023, we all have anxiety. Get over it. We are all on Lexapro. That is fair. Oh. All right, so we've talked about where we've been, where we're going. 
Do you have anything else you'd like to say about miniature games so that the people out there in listener land know what to expect when it comes to miniatures of the multiverse? Fucking don't do it. It's not worth it. I am so tired of painting. It is exhausting and fun and rewarding. I, if I had to do it all over again, I fucking would. But you're saying don't do it. No. I am saying don't listen to me. It is fun. Do it. Let your kids play. Don't let them listen to this, but let them play. Hey, I don't think we're any worse than like South Park or Rick and Morty in terms of what's been said. Yeah. And we're not, yeah. I mean, we have fun here, but I I do. I do enjoy this. This is fun. This is relaxing to me. This is my therapy. I don't go to real therapy. This is my favorite. He is That's right. Sad. No, it's sad. it's not sad. Miniature painting can be very therapeutic. That's why they have art therapy. All right. We're going to probably start wrapping it up then. We're at about 35 minutes. And that's pretty good for a pilot inaugural episode. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I know I've joked a lot about this, but definitely, if you feel like you're sad, go to therapy. Don't actually try painting a miniature. At least don't actually try putting one together, because that fucking sucks. And that has been Uncle Rob's life advice. Ooh, that could be a fun segment. End each episode with you giving some life advice. <laughs> What's wrong, Uncle Rob? You're red in the face, and you're laughing pretty hard. I am not one to give life advice. Oh, come on. That, that'd be, okay. Here it goes, folks. We have an email, thelatenightplayers at gmail.com. I want you to send us emails with the the headline, the subject line, Uncle Rob's advice, or I need Uncle Rob's advice. And every episode, we will read every email, and Uncle Rob will give his advice on whatever the topic is. I don't care if it's about miniature painting, if it's about getting over an ex, if it's about what kind of alcohol to drink that pairs well with horror movies. Whatever the case may be, Uncle Rob's advice column, our segment, every episode of the Mentors of the Multiverse. What do you say, Rob? You gotta answer the people, Rob. Gotta give the people what they want, I guess. Sure. Sure, why not? Uncle Rob's advice column. Oh, I gotta come up with a jingle for that. Maybe Alex can record something for us. Oh, wow, I'm already setting this up for, like... We've got the audio better in this one. We've got better segments. This is going to be fun, guys. But for this episode, we are going to start bringing it to a close. I Right now, the Reliquary Tower is on an every other week basis. We might make Mentions of the Multiverse the opposite weeks, or Mentions of the Multiverse might only be a once-a-month special kind of just something fun to do to blow off some steam and talk miniatures but until next time you can find oh actually hold on rob do you have anything you would like to plug get the fucker out of my face he's referring to the microphone no i'm not it's your dick now uh you can find me on uh horrormoviewhorrors.com we got a tiktok Horror Movie Horrors as well. Uh, we've got a podcast that we're hoping to get started back up. We've been moving. That's been our excuse for two months now. I can't tell you about the three months before that. 
Uh, Shauna has uh, jewelry that she sells. Uh, look her up on Random Acts of Extra on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, other stuff, Etsy, I think. Uh, she does really cool like horror jewelry and geek jewelry. That's about it. Don't really have other shit going on. I mean, you're going to have Uncle Rob's advice column. <laughs> Get it out of my fucking face. That's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. I can already tell. Oh. Um, for me, I am the, like I said, the editor and writer for the Late Night Players. So you can find everything related to Late Night Players at thelatenightplayers.com. There you'll find our links to all of our social medias, including Twitch, Twitter, refuse to call it by the other name, Instagram, and Facebook. Can I get TikTok, bro? I've thought about it because I don't know if there's many miniature painters on TikTok, so that could be an area of avenue to explore, but I will figure that out at a later date. Anyways, for now, this is Tim. Fucking Uncle Rob, I guess. Saying, until next time, keep your dice warm. I don't know. And do roll them. I don't know. Keep your dice warm and happy gaming. No, you, you roll them. No one is happy playing a miniature game. That's second advice from Uncle Rob. Hit the fucking end button. Hit the fucking end button. See you guys next time. Bye.